0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. finale live stream. That wasn't good. That wasn't good. perfect. It was amazing.
1: Lauren and I, ooh, baby, we are so excited to share that our newcomer season six finale will be a live stream event. We finally figured out what it was, and we're celebrating our journey through Gotham City on Thursday, March
0: 28th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Join us and very special guests Taryn Killam and Bobby Moynihan for a fun and unforgettable Batman-themed improv show you won't want to miss. Get
1: your tickets now at moment.co slash newcomers. That's moment.co slash
0: newcomers. And it'll be available for seven days following the live stream. So if you can't watch it live, get your tickets anyway and watch it on your own time. We'll see you there. Yeah. There's
2: something magical about unboxing. Imperial flags
0: rain across the
1: galaxy. Can you be trusted without your shackles?
0: Let's just get this over with, shall we? We've a mission for you. A major weapons test is imminent. We need to know how to destroy it. If you're really doing this, I want to help.
1: Good. Good. I've been recruiting for the rebellion for a long time. We destroyed our home! I fight the Empire
0: now. I fear nothing. All is as the Force wills it.
2: The captain says you are a friend. I will not kill you.
0: Thanks. Isn't much time.
2: Every day they grow stronger. There is a 97.6% chance of
1: failure.
0: me. Hi, I'm Lauren Lapkus, that was Nicole Byer, and we watched Rogue One, a Star Wars story this week. Oh my God. Well, before we jump into our amazing guest who we have here today, we have a segment we call Hoth Goss, where we talk about some Star Wars news, updates, tweets, anything sexy and cool that was sent to us. (laughs) I received a tweet, and so did you. And it says, it's from just Dan at If the Dude Abides. He says regarding L337's stupid name, online gaming slang <laughs> is known as Leet Speak and spelled L-E-E-7, meaning elite. And that's why that guy was named that. Oh. I also received a horny picture of Jar Jar with a six pack. So oh,
1: and I loved that. <laughs> You sent that to me and I truly was like, oh, what a treat. I was so happy to see it. That was
0: honestly sexy.
1: I think Jar Jar, (laughs) Jar Jar could be sexy. Jar Jar could be a sex icon if we let Jar Jar be Jar Jar.
0: We need to accept Jar Jar for who he is and his body is fucking fire, okay? And everyone needs to lick with a Jar Jar tongue (laughs) up on that six pack or 20 pack, whatever he's got. He's not human. I really hope
1: some nerd goes down on his girlfriend and he's like, I'm going to use the Jar Jar tongue. (laughs) Well,
0: oh my God, wait, somebody- Lauren Lack has told me to. <laughs> somebody like, I think posted something I just saw, maybe it was tweeted to both of us, but where a woman wrote on Reddit that like her boyfriend uses the Yoda voice when he goes down on her and he's been doing it since they first started dating and it was like funny when they first started, when it was like a, a joke and he's been doing it for years. <laughs> uh-huh. And she hates it, obviously.
1: Oh no. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm so single, I'll take
0: it. I
1: would, <laughs> I would date actual Yoda at this point.
0: He is ageless. He's <laughs> wise. Yes. He's probably rich. Yes. He knows how to live on a budget anyway.
1: Yes. And he's already balding, so he doesn't have that, you know, uh, body image issue. He's no. little. He's fine. We should introduce our guest. We should. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. He just he just sent us a message in this um, Zoom chat that we're in. Oh. And it's Jar Jar licking Darth Maul's ass. OK, this is the perfect guest for this <laughs> show.
1: <sighs> I love that you knew that. I feel
0: sick at what I know now. Lauren, OK, I, I know so much. so proud of you. You know a lot. We both do. This is what's scary. We both know this stuff now. We do. I saw a picture of <laughs> some sand on a beach where the water or the sand was red when you move your feet on it. And I was like, that's like in The Last Jedi. And then I was like, I hate my life. And I hate that I know that.
1: I saw a tweet that was like, I guess
0: I really love that Lauren
1: Lapkus now knows enough about Star Wars that she's using it in her improv now.
0: <laughs> I did use it on Comedy Bang Bang. I'm like saying this stuff all the time. It's just part of my brain now. <sighs> uh. It's so funny. Wait, okay. So our guest, you've seen him
1: on Improvising, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Also, he's got a podcast called We Love Trash. And I co-host Drag Her sometimes with him. It's Mono Agapian. Hi.
2: Woo-hoo. What's up? Thank Mono, you for being what's here. what's your
1: relationship to Star Wars? Uh. We're talking over each other already. Ready. I d- oh yeah,
0: it's going to be like this <laughs>
1: It is,
2: but you're all perfect I want to say I listen to the pod and I love your journey It's been Thank so you. cool To see you guys be like really over it But then like all
1: want Yoda backpacks <laughs> I really do want a Yoda
0: backpack, Nicole, we didn't get to go to Disneyland
1: No Before coronavirus no, We have I our matching sad. baby Yoda shirts yeah. We need to get our Yoda backpacks And we need to get to Disney Yeah, <laughs> no. Maybe Maybe we could, like, get Disney to open up specifically
0: just for us. If it's just a small group. (laughs) Right? And we social
1: distance. We stay six
0: feet away from each other.
1: It
2: has to be. It has to be pretty safe if it's, like, seven people in there.
1: Right? That's really safe. Mm -hmm. I want to say, oh,
2: I want to say I love that you love Jar Jar because, and I said this to you on the other pod, and I need to say it on this one. Because for Nicole, like, life is drag. And <laughs> I think Jar Jar is more drag than, like, a character when you really think about it. <laughs> yep. Because he's almost like a drag queen in Star Wars. Like, he makes no sense <laughs> next to other people.
1: Yeah, he really doesn't.
2: <laughs> no, he doesn't make any sense. Um, But I, I grew up with some Star Wars, cause, but kind of I got tricked into it because my brother loved Star Wars. And he was four years older. And since he was into it, I was at that age where I was like, yeah, I'm going to love whatever you love. And we got really into the originals. We went to the theater when the special editions came out. Oh. We lied to ourselves when the prequel came out and thought it was good. Huh. <laughs> and we did the, um, we did action figure shopping too. Like we got really Ooh. into action figures.
1: Which ones did you have?
2: Oh, a shit ton. Like my brother. So like, what do, what is the top? What is it top ta- like like the top of my brother's walls in his bedroom ceiling <laughs> 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 what's not the like the, what's the
0: ha- top oh, of- wall <laughs> i know the bottom wall is down the d- and the walls on the side are the walls Where the top is <laughs> um not the
2: floorboard but the, the other border. one the molding oh the molding yes it, there's like a there's basically a created molding in my brother's bedroom of star wars action figures in their packaging
1: Wow. wow.
2: So it's like. That's nice. A hundred or eighty. He has like a shit ton of them. And we got really into like shopping for them because like there are certain figures that are worth more because the company that made them was crazy. And they like they created a few different ones for nerds to go like find and buy. Like, for instance, there was like a Luke Skywalker who had a really long lightsaber. And if you found that one, it was worth like thousands.
0: Like they had, they made one toy, but then some of them had long lightsabers or it was like a whole separate toy that was limited edition.
2: No, no. Like some of them just hit, just like would have long lightsabers. It's
0: like Willy Wonka, like golden
1: ticket. Yeah, the golden ticket. Yeah. That's fucked up though. Like what a predatory approach to selling merchandise to nerds. Well, you know
0: what though? Do you remember this toy called Puppy Surprise when we were little? And it was like a puppy that had, you would get, there's a dog that had puppies inside and you could get one through five. And my aunt went to Toys R Us and she stuck her hand in every box until she found (laughs) a a dog that had five puppies inside. And that's what I got for (gasps) Christmas.
1: (laughs) I love your aunt automatically. This woman went to a children's toy store and was just sticking her
0: hand up. She just fisted a a bunch of pregnant dogs. That's fantastic. She was like, well, "Well, how? It's no fun to get one. You need to get five. Like that's the
1: fun." I love her. My aunt once sent me a full Easter dinner through the mail, and it wasn't refrigerated. I, so we have different families.
0: That's amazing. That's a so very that story. thoughtful.
1: It was, but some was cooked and some was
0: not. <laughs> It's not good. Okay, well, this movie yeah. was released December sixteenth, twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. The director was Gareth Edwards, and it was written by Chris Weitz and Tony Gilroy. And so, was this movie in the theaters? Like, just like yes, right? Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> was this movie? I, guess- <laughs> I thought well, the same way. It was like I missed
0: it. Yes, because I thought that it's not part of the Star Wars canon. This is lore, right? I don't know. I think it might be canon. Okay. I wasn't sure about that. Maybe I'm wrong because because it's it's called a Star Wars story. Right. Mm -hmm.
1: But I think it's canon because they mention in A New Hope that a lot of people died for this for us to be able to, like, defeat the Death Star or whatever. I don't know. That's what John Milheiser, my roommate,
0: said to me. Well, actually, no, you're probably right, because at the end, when Darth Vader is there, someone, someone tweeted at me, and they were like, now turn on New Hope right at the end. And I was like, no, but no. I think what they <laughs> meant was... <laughs>
2: I found the clip online if you want to, but like literally there's <laughs> oh, no. I
0: prefer that.
2: no, there's a clip online that's like, oh, this is like literally someone watched the original movie and then they were like, what if I made a really good movie based on that? Well,
0: I liked it. What'd you guys
2: think? Okay. I personally
0: didn't like it, but okay. I also feel like there were things that I did like about it mm-hmm. and I liked Felicity Jones, right? I liked Wait her character. A minute. What?
1: Here's the thing about her. Was that, that was a different person than Homegirl and Force Awakens? It's not right. That was a different Nicole. person from Solo. They they all seem like the same woman. <laughs> That's racist.
2: <laughs> it's very racist and bigoted of sure. you. There are <laughs> yes. these white women are doing their best to They're get all roles. The same.
1: They are. And Lauren, <laughs> Lauren, I know that you're Lauren because you're blonde. <laughs> you're not. a <laughs> They're all brunettes.
2: I know you're Lauren cuz you have big ol eyes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's the thing like they were very plain. The characters are very yes. nondescript. There's not a lot going on. Yes. I just liked her because I like looking at her. Like it's no there's nothing to that mm. really. The character's not that developed. I just was like I like when there's a girl and yeah. I felt that way with all of the movies so far. Like The <laughs> girl is always like my favorite, basically.
2: It's a classic um, male, like a male director's like, I know how I'll be inclusive. We'll get a girl and she'll be a tomboy. But one we want to fuck, you know, like. Exactly. <laughs> it's very that that is the whole mission of like we're inclusive, but also someone wants to bonk her.
1: Yeah, she was hot. And also her name was Jen. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Jen. I was like,
1: "What a
0: what a basic name, Jen." Jen, it's Jen. Oh, it's Jen. It's Jen Nicole. That's so perfect Jin? that you heard it wrong. <laughs> <It's> Jen. <laughs> wait, what is, her name was oh, Jen? Wait, <laughs> wait, what was her name? J Y N. Yes.
1: It's not Jen.
2: No, it's not Jen. No. No. How funny if it was like Rach.
0: <laughs> Rach. Rach.
2: <laughs>
0: Heather. <laughs> I, that's what I. <laughs> let's let's read a little bit of this plot, okay? okay? And we'll and we'll yeah. talk it through, okay? So, okay. research scientist Galen Erso and his family are in hiding on the planet Lamu when Ooh. Imperial weapons developer Orson Krennic arrives to press him into completing the Death Star, a space station based super weapon capable of destroying entire planets. Galen's wife Lyra is killed in the confrontation. While their daughter Jin escapes and is rescued by rebel extremist Saw Guerrera. Ooh, Saw. I thought his name was Saul. And so um, (laughs) I thought
1: his name was Saul too. And then I was like, why is he having so much trouble breathing?
0: Yeah,
2: he was injured in the Clone Wars. Um, Because this takes place like. Do you know him? I'm familiar (laughs) with him because I watched the cartoon (laughs) series, The Clone Wars.
1: Manu, do you know him personally do you know him
2: here's what i'll say i've been to two of his <laughs> birthday parties and okay they were okay. both horrible um but he's <sighs> just one of those people where you're like i have to show up or else i'll never get invited again
0: mm. yes we all have those
2: but he's yes. known as kind of like the malcolm x or bernie sanders of the rebellion Oh, because he's okay. well, he, well he's technically uh part of the um oh god what are they called the puh the, the papa something.
1: Don't look at us. Yeah, we don't know. They're
2: like, even the rebels were like, you're too extreme. Oh. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, they were like, you're too much. Like, like, because he basically got hurt in the Clone Wars because he was once trained by Obi-Wan Kenobi a million years ago. And even mm-hmm. Obi was like, hey, man, we're trying to bring light to the force, not like more deaths to people.
1: So is he, he's not a Jedi. He's just a man with a breathing problem. He's got Corona. He's got a respiratory infection.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I think like the people who wrote him were like, Ooh, wouldn't it be cool if there was like a Darth Vader who was like a good guy, like to show Uh, that like extremism on both sides is bad. Cause he's like the, he's a, he's a little, he's known as just being too extreme the other way.
1: And how do you
0: know him?
2: (laughs) Okay, so The Clone Wars was both a comic and a cartoon, and they kind of fill in the gaps between two and three.
0: Uh, We're going to watch them, I'm sure. Yeah, you're probably going to watch them. But
1: it's just like, how come these movies don't fill in the blanks? Why are there, there's so much other shit to fill in the blanks. Yeah. There's a cartoon in between movies?
0: Yeah, I know. It seems like and so everyone's expected to watch the cartoon or something. Well, It's kind of okay. It's it's both
1: the
2: stupidest thing in the world. And it's genius because it's like, imagine if you could write any movie and then you were just like, oh, that's another movie in between. (laughs) Like,
0: oh, yeah, I mean, they are they have an amazing ability. Everyone who's worked on these films has an amazing ability to. Make the story go on for so long, mm-hmm. and this one was real time again, as far as I could tell. It truly it was. It felt like I was living in their life, and oh my god, you guys didn't like it at all. No, no, I liked some of it. I liked the beginning, actually. <laughs> oh, see, I like the end. Mm. I like the end too. I didn't like the middle. I like the beginning and the end.
1: So okay, I started the movie, and okay, I was braiding my hair. And I had smoked a little weed and then I did a little edible and I thought I was fine. And then I started the movie and I kept being like, who are these people? <laughs> Why do we care about them? Who are they? And John was like, you have to keep watching. And then mm-hmm. I would be watching scenes and I was like, again. There's no Leia. There's no Hans. I don't know these people. And then he was like, yeah, Nicole, it's an adjacent story. And I was like, but Uh why? So then I restarted it today. Uh And I had to rewatch a whole hour that I lost yesterday.
0: I'm shocked you did that. That is shocking.
1: Well, I... We started again and I was just like, Who are these people? And I was sober. So I was like, Okay, let me go back a little bit. And to tell you the truth, I went back and I still don't know who these people are. Like Well, I
0: felt that way a lot. But there were a lot of little guys that I really liked. Like, okay, I'm looking at our character sheet here. Weetief teeth mm-hmm. Kiyubi, that little guy who was like a grumpy little like gnome. I loved that oh, guy. Oh, he was like Moratus the, the Frog. Captain? We teeth QB. Oh,
1: oh, yes, yes, yes. I liked him. Admiral Raddus, I oh, I really liked him. There was a lot of yeah. hot guys
2: in this movie, wasn't there?
1: There was Okay, yeah. General Antok Merrick, he was real hot.
2: I oh see, I love Cassian, played by Diego Luna. Fuck me. Ooh, yeah, he's, he's good a looking.
1: Zad D. Here's here's like a question that I have. Okay. So the K, K2SO. K Yes, Mark oh, Rennie. Uh, a name I'm never going to remember. Didn't he remind we you never... of Mark Rennie? <laughs> a
0: little. I just, it honestly <laughs> yeah.
2: made me enjoy the movie more, where every time he talks, just imagine it's Mark <laughs> Rennie sassing off.
0: I wish I had been thinking that way the whole Same. time. Same. Yeah. It would have
1: been more oh. enjoyable. It makes it but a lot we better. we never see that robot again. No,
2: he dies.
0: No, no, no. We never see that kind of robot again.
2: That's true.
0: Well, I was actually saying during it that I wished that every robot looked like C-3PO, but they were like different color metallics, like green Mm -hmm. metallic, Uh pink metallic. Like Yoshi. Mm -hmm. Like that. Like, I I don't know. This one reminded me of Big Hero 6 a little bit. It did remind me of Big Hero 6. Mm -hmm. But also I
1: was like, how come there's no like lady robots? Like, how come nobody's got titties?
0: Right. Or a female, feminine personality at least, right? That is well, weird. I
1: guess we had one in Solo because uh, Calo, Callo Rizio. Nope, uh, Lando,
2: Lando Calrissian.
1: Oh my god! I would, <laughs> I would have never gotten there. <laughs> <laughs> well, he fucked that lady robot. So oh like, yeah, look, right. that was look more like
2: I mean, the legend is so big. Did you? Okay, one thing I just have to say is that like I love this movie because they were like, wait, the first movie has a big stupid flaw where there's an oops button in the middle of the Death Star, and it feels mm-hmm. like to me this movie was like, what if we created the best story possible for why there's an oops button in the middle of the Death Star?
1: But here's the thing, I didn't remember there was an oops button. <laughs> me
0: yeah, neither. Okay.
1: And fair. it was really hard for me to get in my brain that this movie happens in between uh Hayden
0: Christensen becoming Darth Vader and A New Hope. I, I do not understand. I found that really I didn't yes. I feel like that wasn't clear enough. And I felt like Mm-mm. they didn't have the crawl at the beginning, which made me oh, I yes. have such pit stains but they didn't have the crawl because I was like don't they want to explain who this is and what's yes. happening like there was that none been nice. but it's
2: not a Star Wars it's not it's not like one of the main Star Wars movie and I think it can only have a crawl when it's a main Star Wars movie
1: did Solo mm. not have a crawl no oh also they didn't pan down they panned up yes which I was like this seems different
2: they also have a different camera style and like they don't have the wipe thing which I love
1: oh. I
2: love the That's omission. It,
1: it felt more cinematic, I guess. Which oh, wait, I we love. should keep going with the plot. Okay. Okay. So yeah. 15 years later, just before the Battle of Yavin, cargo uh, uh, pilot Yavin. Bodhi Rook... <laughs> Bodhi? Is it, is it Bodhi? Bodhi Rook defects from the Empire, taking a holographic message recorded by Galen to the Gara to the desert to Moon Jahida. Oh, and my then God, what did you
2: just say? <laughs> But whatever, who cares?
1: <laughs> and I kept saying the words of the planets out loud when I was watching him with John, and he was like, do you know how to read? And I was like, yes, but I guess not well. Anyway. Uh,
0: no, keep going.
1: After learning about the Death Star from an agent at a trading outpost, King of Karifi, Rebel Alliance <laughs> Intelligence <laughs> Officer, Cassin Andor freeze Jen from an imperial ah, labor camp at Wabani. <laughs> Before bringing her to the rebel leader, Mon Mothma, who convinces her to rescue Galen so the Alliance could learn more about the Death Star. Cassian is covertly ordered to kill Galen rather than extract him. Wait, who the fuck is Mom Mon Mothma?
2: She's the lady. Mon Mothma
1: is like the woman.
2: She, she's like one of the big rebel leaders.
1: Oh, she's the neck. This she bitch. Is like, yes, The neck. Whoa. This yes. bitch was a living giraffe. If a giraffe became a person, it was Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma, money, honey. If I honey. had that
0: haircut, I would look like the neck. Okay, people. <laughs> yeah, she. <laughs> Your neck is not that long. It is. If you have no hair, <laughs> balancing it out. Look at. I'm sweating through my shirt, and I keep showing you guys. Okay, I'm sweaty
2: too. She looks like detox the drag queen a little
0: bit. She does. I'm gonna keep reading a little bit just because okay. we have a long we do thing. Okay. Uh-huh. A lot. Jin Cassian, and reprogrammed Imperial droid K2SO travel to Jeddah, where the Empire is removing kyber crystals from the Holy City to power the Death Star, while Guerrera and his partisans are engaged in an armed insurgency against them. With the aid of a blind spiritual warrior, Chirrut Imwe, and his mercenary friend, Baze Malbus, Jin makes contact with Guerrera, who has been holding Rook captive. Guerrera shows her the message, in which Galen reveals he has secretly built a vulnerability into the Death Star and directs him to directs them to retrieve the schematics from an Imperial data bank on the planet Scarif. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like the blind man. I thought he He's was awesome. very cool. He's awesome. I loved cool. him. And that was actually one of my favorite characters, I forgot. He was,
1: he was one of my favorite characters, too. But I was confused because I was like, is he a Jedi or is he a junior Jedi or is this he just like, believe in the Force enough that the Force is with him and he's not a Jedi? I was confused. And then his friend, was he a Ghostbuster? Ah, wait.
0: (laughs) I gotta look at the pictures. He
1: was wearing that backpack and had a Ghostbuster hose. So they're
2: both basically rebels, obviously. They're both Mm -hmm. just like rebels and definitely he's trained like with Jedi. I don't know if he's a Jedi Knight or, or if he's just trained with Jedi. But yes, he... Is clearly in touch with the force, as we see when he like blindly walks through bullets. You know,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, he's amazing. He was, he very was cool. so
2: good,
0: and that's what that's what I love. I love this movie.
2: Like, has some of the best actors in the Star Wars universe ever. Mm-hmm. And then it's heartbreaking that we lose so we lose them all.
1: This franchise, yeah. I say it almost every week. This franchise does not give a fuck if you like a character; they're just gonna die. Yeah. 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 When he died, I was genuinely pretty upset. I was like, oh, but I liked him.
0: Well, and that was a really sweet moment when the guy was like holding him and saying Mm -hmm. the force stuff to him. I was like, oh, that's sad.
1: That
2: was cute. And that's what I I mean, what is gratifying about it if, well, because I watched the, the movies growing up is like, you always hear about the rebels that came before.
1: Oh. They
2: always refer to it in the movies and like, you know, like, you know, and even video games refer to it a lot of like, Where they're like, these are the rebels. This is the rebel force. Um, And Mm -hmm. this movie like gave them a face and like gave them characters, which, for I think for people who grew up with it, is like that was incredibly gratifying. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was so okay. cool. But also we let's make fun of the soundtrack because wasn't it funny how like all the songs kind of feel like a karaoke version of a real Star Wars song?
0: <laughs> like they all just like made the tune, it's like vaguely similar. Yeah, it, it's like da 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 da. <laughs>
1: I didn't clock the music until
0: Darth Vader came back. And I was like, there's my
2: friend. There's my man. I,
0: but see, that's the thing. It's like, I like the part with Darth. And I was like, oh, yay. OK. Mm-hmm. I like when they connect the story to the stories I yes. already know. Like, I like when it feels like, oh, I see how this is part of the story and where he came from and how this right. happened. Mm-hmm. But there's not enough of that in this. No.
1: The first half of the movie is so hard to, like, feel any sort of connection. And I think that's why I kept being like, why do I care about these people?
2: a big reason why and i understand why it's annoying when it first came out they wanted the reveal that it's that it's episode 3.5 to be a surprise. Oh. So there was kind of a reveal like obviously the people who knew about the lore very much knew it where it w- where it was in order but they vaguely called it a Star Wars story because they didn't just want to say it's 3.5. They were hoping, and it obviously didn't work for oh. y'all, but they were hoping when they're like, holy shit, this is what happens right before A New Hope. What a oh. gag. They were hoping to gag um, okay. the children.
1: That makes so much sense. But after I finished the movie, I was like, they got to redo these prequels. This one was good. I know. <laughs> yes,
0: this one was actually well, good. I, one thing I I liked about this one is that they made it look kind of like four, five, six in terms mm-hmm. of like the special effects and stuff like it felt kind of throwbacky and the like um weird like alien type characters looked more real and not so mm-hmm. CGI, which we like more. But yeah. but
1: I will say Grand Moff Tarkin
0: looks yes.
1: fucking insane. <sighs> and I said to Wait, John, I was like, so he is oh, the old man. Uh, I don't yeah the old man who's but did like you, did john explain yes the, he's a dead person yeah and they took his fucking face and they cgi'd him and i was like who cashes that check he did isn't
0: that insane it's 100 percent a fake man and i and mike told me that like right when he came on screen and then i was like well now i don't know if i would have thought he looked weird and he's like you well would've. i kept you saying
1: it i kept being like he looks i, I feel like i'm watching a cartoon he's like well he is a cartoon i was like you have to explain that further. And he's like, oh, he is CGI'd onto some man's body. And yeah. I thought it was so crazy. And also unnecessary. So like, just get a lookalikers. It was, oh, I did not like
0: it. And then Leia was... Oh, well, that was crazy. Yeah, I didn't like it. But, that. like, first of all, with, like, with using a person who's died, like, We can suspend our disbelief. Like I can Mm -hmm. understand that like that's a different actor and also maybe it's a different time period and they're younger or whatever. Like they did that already with some other movies. Like there were some characters like that played by different people. Yeah. So I don't know why they did that there. but Maybe it's because the technology was available to them. And so they just were like, let's do it. Mm -hmm. I
2: I think because they unfortunately I don't I hope they paid them anything, but they probably didn't because they're Disney. But like I think they were like fans love that character Grand Moff Tarkin. And he dies very quickly in the original. And people are like, oh, there's like so much just celib- People, I don't know, people love him. He's mm. the one who gets choked out by Darth. And I think people were just oh. like, let's see more of him. So that's what they did.
0: Interesting. We need to take a quick break. We'll be right back with a bunch more, okay? Did you know nearly 75% of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about? Before I started using Rocket Money, I thought I had about, I don't know, 10 subscriptions. I could not believe it when they showed me I was actually paying for 15 subscriptions each month. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it's never ending. So thanks to Rocket Money, I'm no longer wasting money on the ones that I forgot about. Cringe. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can see my spending habits, and plus, they will help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you. Isn't that amazing? VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
2: Learn more at
0: meta.com slash metaverse impact. As a professional welder, Shana Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
1: Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse
0: impact. We're back. <gasps> He's basically Dick Cheney. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, what?
2: Who, who wants to see more of Dick Cheney? <sighs> <laughs> Look, the fans need their Cheney. Grandma Tarkin <laughs> is like the Cheney of the world. He's the one who's like, pulling the strings and making all the evil decisions.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, on the Death Star, Krennic orders a low-powered test shot, which destroys Jahida's capital. Then <laughs> Jen and her group t- <laughs> take, take more Rook bowels. and Fleet of the Moon, but then Guerrera dis- remains to die with the city, so Grand Moff Tarkin congratulates Krennic before using Rook's defection and then security leaks as a pretext to take control of the project. Rook leads the group to Galen's Imperial Research Facility on the planet Edu, where Cassian chooses not to kill Galen. This is wild. (laughs) Jen makes her presence known among the moments before the rebel bombers attack the facility. Galen is mortally wounded by the bombers and dies in his daughter's arms before she escapes with her group on board a stolen Imperial cargo shuttle. Krennic is summoned by Darth Vader to answer for the attack on Kren Krennic offers his support for an audience with the Emperor, but Vader instead force chokes him and orders him to ensure no further breaches occur. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so much.
2: Mm. It's a lot. I, so this is when they go on that, they take that really shaky dive into the rainy planet. Yes. Yeah, that was wild. What I That really scared the shit out of me just because what a scary landing.
0: <laughs> what part is that? I feel like I can't remember that. That. Me
1: either. Is so, it, so this
2: is when she finds her dad? Yes. That's where they're going down to the rainy planet. And then hot Diego Luna's like, I gotta go ahead of you. And then they're like, wait, he had a sniper rifle. And then so uh-huh. she, she yes. sneaks up behind her dad. And then he has the shot, but he doesn't take it. Cause he's doubting whether it's right to kill him or not.
1: Yeah. yeah I was really confused about that. So like. Diego was supposed. Wait, what's his name in the Star Wars? His name Cassian is Cassian Andor. Oh my God, these names! So Cassian <laughs> no. Andor was supposed to kill her daddy. Yes. Why? Be- because he built the Death Star.
2: Yes, because basically the rebels were unsure if he was good or not. Because even though we know oh, the audience okay. that he got tricked into using his engineering know-how to build the Death Star, and remember at the beginning of the movie he was like, "I want out," and they were like, "No, you, you can't have out." So the people who are younger were just told, like, just kill him. He's bad news. He's the one keeping the Death Star going because he knows how it works. So um, this scene is basically imperative for both of them to know that both of them are on the right side of history. Like, you know what I mean? So for Cassian to know that, oh, wow, she's a Mm -hmm. real rebel and vice versa. For her to know, oh, wow, he did not not kill my dad when he had the chance. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. It's also kind of wild that she saw this hologram of her dad and was like, he said X, Y, and Z. And everyone was just kind of like, hey, okay. (laughs) Like, nobody was like, we need more proof. And then also, how come she couldn't, like, screenshot it? Aren't we in the future? (laughs) Like, screenshot the fucking hologram. That would have been
2: smart. Or, like, yeah, record it. You got to have a fucking recorder.
0: Right? Yeah.
2: Well, I think that's why Saw is an interesting part of this because, remember, Saw, like, adopted her? Saw Guerrera, Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's partially... Like
0: did he find her in the hole when she was a kid? Yeah.
2: Yep. And that's why they're kind of... The Partisans is what they're called. Um, that's why they're kind of, like, on edge about her because they're like, is she fucking crazy? Like, she was adopted by an extremist on one side and her father built the Death Star. We can't trust her. She crazy.
1: Oh, yeah. That, that does make a lot of sense
2: you know they just had no clue but they were willing to use her as bait which is why that one guy takes cassian aside and is like hey just kidding you don't need to save him just fucking kill him
0: Mm. that's okay like that's fucked up i don't that's Uh fucked up Okay. Well, then, Jin proposes a plan to steal the Death Star schematics using the Rebel fleet, but fails to gain approval from the Alliance Council, who feel victory against the Empire is now impossible. Frustrated at their inaction, Jin's group leads a small squad of Rebel volunteers to raid, raid the databank themselves. Arriving at Scarif on the stolen Imperial ship, which Rook dubs Rogue One. Okay. A disguised Jin and Cassian enter the base with K-2SO, while the other Rebels attack the Imperial garrison as a diversion. The Rebel fleet learns of the raid from intercepted Imperial communications and deploys in support. K2SO sacrifices himself so Jin and Cassian can retrieve the data. Imwe is killed after activating the master switch to allow communication with the Rebel fleet, and Malbus is killed in action shortly afterwards. Rook is killed by a grenade after informing the Rebel fleet that it must deactivate the shield surrounding the planet to avoid the transmission of the schematics. Jin and Cassian obtain the schematics, but they are ambushed by Krennic, who is eventually shot and wounded by Cassian. Jin transmits the schematics to the Rebel Command ship. The, the Death Star enters orbit above Skarif, where Tarkin uses another low-power shot to destroy the compromised base, killing Krennic, Cassian, and Jin, along with all remaining Imperial and Rebel forces. Uh, that's a big chunk. That's like a big no, chunk. That was too very, long. very okay. big chunk. But okay, every basically it was like everyone dies. Like everyone dies in some interesting yeah. way. And then I thought that the part where Jin and Cassian are like on the beach at the end, like in Santa Monica. Yes. And then <laughs> they're like holding each other. And I thought, here's my question: I was Do they so have mad our... they didn't kiss. Well, yeah, because I was like, is there a romance here or what? And then if there's yes! not, like, I love that they get didn't away kiss. from her. What was their dynamic?
2: I think, I think. okay, for me, and feel free to disagree, it's like it's cool they didn't kiss because I'm so sick of every Star Wars ending with a kiss and also their dynamic was like, holy shit, we gave up everything so that the universe has hope. A new hope. <gasps> yeah,
1: oh. oh! Right. But if you're gonna give the universe hope, why don't you get your
0: dick wet? <laughs> Right at the end, they had a few seconds before they blew up.
2: Honestly, I couldn't resist. How could you? Diego Luna and those dreamy eyes. So
0: handsome. But the the other thing that kind of bothered me, because I felt like they didn't have any chemistry the whole movie. And then at the end, they're like huddled together. And I'm like, why? And also, it seems like she could be having a moment about like her dad and like Mm -hmm. her life ending. And like it's bigger than him. But then still, he's like hugging her and then they blow up.
1: See, I thought they had zero chemistry until that moment when I was like, Oh, they about to get it on.
2: Right. And then they Mm -hmm. didn't.
1: Also, I gotta say, when he gets shot by what's his name? Maul? No. When
0: he gets shot by by
2: Krennick.
0: When he fell down the dust yeah, Tarkin. Tarkin kills Krennic.
2: Krennic is basically Jared Kushner. He's like not powerful yeah. enough, but he's just there to be a piece of shit. Yeah. So
1: Krennic, Krennic is the one that shoots him when they're climbing?
2: Yeah, he's the one at the very beginning of the movie, too. Remember no, where Tarkin,
0: he... and like, I think, kills Krennic, Cassian, and Jin, according to this paragraph.
2: Oh. Well, there's so, a
0: part
1: where Cassian falls.
2: Yes, because they're getting that specific tape.
0: They missed
1: an opportunity to really have him fall for longer. <laughs> That's... <laughs> One of my critiques of the whole, well, like movie. when he fell like inside the <laughs> yes. like um, canister, yeah, yeah. Because yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I was like, that could have been funny, but then I guess it wasn't <laughs> supposed to be funny.
2: It was supposed to be that shitty thing where it's like, did he die or not? But I agree, there could have been a slide. There could have been some sort of funny uh, horns that he bumped into. There could have, yeah, there could have been like squirrels that attacked him. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yes, and then it would have been the true screwball comedy I came looking for. <laughs> but
0: guys, are, I want
2: you to know that the internet postulates if Jin is gay.
0: Oh, oh. I would like that. I would have liked that. She doesn't seem into anyone, right? No. She's not bothered. Also, she
1: could have been asexual.
0: That too, I love that. I think the thing is, like, I I feel like in these movies, like, we just want someone to kiss because, like. We want to, like, fully understand what's happening in one moment. I'm like, (laughs) if I see two people kissing, I'm like, Uh I understand the plot right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think
1: we're looking for something we recognize. Yeah, Because you're just like, I don't know, there's these, like, big fucking things stomping around. Yeah. Also, okay, when the fucking robot thing died, I was, like, genuinely upset because I was like, so they keep killing robots we like, but why can't I take... Like the computer of the robot and put him into another robot.
0: They probably could have, right? But wait, here's another question. Did you think this movie ended a hundred times and it didn't? Like, this is a movie where like when they all blew up, I was like, the end. And then they were like, nope, here's all the characters from A New Hope. And then Uh I was like, okay.
2: (laughs) yeah. Which I was still
0: happy about as far as more things happening. I'm like, well, I like to see the old guys Mm -hmm. I know. That dark scene
2: was so cool.
0: Also, yeah, that was and he was like killing everyone. Oh, my God. Read the last paragraph. I want to fuck that
2: Darth. I want to take him out of his hard shell. I also want to tell you guys a nerdy piece of trivia, which is they used scenes on Scarif. They used scenes like parts of that were going to be in A New Hope and they never made it in. So they actually were able to they like were able to repurpose them into this movie.
0: So that's why they look like really 70s. Yeah. Because it literally some is. Some of the actors wow.
2: were actually specifically used. Once again, I don't know if they were fucking paid, but they're, they're, they were used as well as like the at battle things.
0: Yeah. I recognize those things. I couldn't remember which one they were in. That's crazy. Right. Okay. Thank you.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> so important. Wait, no, but that it makes was. sense because there were some parts where I was like, oh, they did a great job of blending A New Hope with this, but it just turns out it was just scenes from A New Hope.
0: Yep. Yeah, they were like, cut and paste. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Great. <laughs> Two hours and 40 minutes. Awesome.
1: So the end of this is, the Rebel fleet prepares to jump into hyperspace, but many of the fleet ships are intercepted by Vader's, Uh oh, how weird, just calling him Vader, by Darth Vader's flagship. Vader boards the Rebel command ship and massacres many of the Rebel troops in an attempt to regain sh- the schematics but a small starship escapes with the plans uh, on board. Uh, On board, the fleeting ship Princess Leia declares that the schematics will provide hope for the rebellion. Yes. I like that because it was like she was going to turn right into being like, we need you, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah.
0: I thought that was cute. Also, Mike told me that um, in German, Vader means father. So like, Luke, I am your father, Darth Vader.
2: Pretty good. Dark father. (laughs) Darth Vader.
0: (laughs) you were so proud of yourself <laughs> get it because when he said I am your father he already, we actually already knew that
2: actually if we had the uh, ah, because, and then dark it's kind of like dark and that he's kind of like dark <laughs> it's, like
0: ba- it's like bad daddy
2: <laughs> bad dad too oh what if they were all just bad dad sequels Oh, my God. That would be oh so boy. good. Oh, so good. <laughs>
0: okay, so this brings us to a little trivia about oh, this trivia. movie. Oh, trivia. So Felicity Jones mm-hmm. is the first woman to have top billing in a Star Wars movie. Now, that's nuts, isn't it? That? that is nuts. Yeah. There's like 100 movies. Did this come before or after Force Awakens? Force Awakens was 2015.
1: Oh, interesting.
2: Yeah, so it was the first one, then this. I, I think it might be Adam Driver before her, because, you know.
1: That's crazy. Misogyny. I don't know. That is crazy.
2: And also, But also in Force Awakens, she kind of comes into the picture. You know what I mean? She doesn't necessarily get... Yeah. She's not All there right. the whole time. I don't know.
0: All right,
1: I get it. She was stolen as a baby. We follow her life. <laughs> um, so more trivia... Gareth Edwards and his creative team discovered some old film canisters while rummaging through the Lucasfilms warehouse Uh, when he asked what they were in a place that they were old Star Wars a new hope footage and then the discovery led to the inclusion so you were right, Mono. oh, I was right, good
0: you weren't lying for once (laughs) yeah, for (laughs) fucking
2: once I thought we said we'd fucking put this bullshit aside for one (laughs) podcast for one
0: um, This is the first live-action Star Wars movie not to feature a score from John Williams, and we know, okay?
1: Oh, mm-hmm. that's why. We know. Mm-hmm. We miss John Williams.
2: We missed him. That's why it kind of sounded like if the Vanga Boys had to make a Star Trek, <laughs> a Star
0: Trek. Oh, boy. They're like, ooh, we're out of our depth. <laughs>
1: this is also the first live-action Star Wars film not to feature an opening crawl.
0: Wow. And then Darth Vader's appearance in this film is meticulously patterned after his look in the original Star Wars. While Vader's chest plate is uncovered in later installments, his costume initially had his Sith robes draped over his shield, as well as red lenses in the eye holes of the mask. Oh, I never noticed that. Considering this film takes place mere days before the original film, the costume designers recreated Vader's look down to the last detail. That's cool. I'll tell you
1: something. I appreciated it because honestly... When Darth Vader's music started and I saw my friend head to toe in patent leather, I truly was like, "Yay!" I got so excited. Yes. Well,
0: and then when he came in and he's just fucking like killing every dude in all Uh these different ways. I was like, that was very cool.
2: Fucking awesome. And that's why this is my favorite. I'm going to go on a crazy limb and say this is my favorite Star Wars because it's fresh, but it also gives like the fan service that makes you go,
0: oh, I remember that. You know, (laughs) yeah.
2: That's true. Like in the town. Did you, I don't know if you guys clocked this, but there's like a wampa. Remember those little snow monsters from Empire Strikes Back?
0: Yes.
2: There's a wampa being like imprisoned
0: um, in the town I scene. I catch it. Is it, is it, I think there's a picture of that in our character sheet here. And I didn't, wampa. I don't think I caught that. That's what, that's that like um snow monster. Yeah, the snow thing, monster right? thing.
2: He's in the town where Ooh, the tank yes, rolls yes, through yes. and mm-hmm. it's wild. I just love it. I love. I love. I, I. I wanted more Wampa in general because when I was young, I was obsessed with that little monster.
0: Yeah. Oh, this is kind of crazy. The next fact is: principal photography on the film began at Elstree Studios in Hertfordshire on August eighth, twenty fifteen. Much of the other photography was completed at or near Pinewood Studios at Buckinghamshire, uh, United Kingdom, where huge sets were built to complement scenes filmed elsewhere in the world. I shot a movie at yeah. Pinewood Studios oh. in London. Um, it was Holmes and Watson, and um. It, everyone hated it and it um <laughs> but, but you got i remember paid. them talking about star wars there
2: but she got paid but she I got did paid. i did i
0: did but i remember being there and they were talking about star wars a lot of the same crew worked on that i think but wow. because oh, so everyone's cool. in england but i didn't care because i didn't know anything about star wars but now i would care which is kind of crazy i missed out now you missed out you
1: did But you have that nice memory. I do.
2: I want to ask you guys how you felt about all the mention of Kyber crystals.
0: I thought they Um, were, um, I thought that was a little over the top with how many times they said it. Yeah. And then I also was like, why are they called Kyber? And then it made me think about cybering online (laughs) on AOL back
2: in the day. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) At the time when you were like, should we cyber? Or like when you were like, oh my God, um, Macy Stratton is like a slay. She like cybered with like Reese Miller.
1: <laughs> I'll tell you something. Didn't clock it one time. You asked me what I thought about these things and I was like, I don't know if they
0: are. I think it's just I one of those that. things
2: that like fans are like, why are we explaining this so much? Like with midichlorians, which you guys have talked about. Yeah. Which is that thing well, they say is in your blood if you have the force. You're like, why are we talking about it so like scientifically let's enjoy the vagueness.
0: Right. And I think because I had the subtitles on I saw kyber crystals written like a trillion times which is why I retained it Nicole but I still don't know what they are. Yes. The last fact here is Alan Tudyk who played K-2SO ad-libbed most of his dialogue.
2: Did you guys laugh at his one-liners or did you did you think they were not good?
1: I laughed when one one of the other ones that wasn't him got shot. And he was like, did you honestly know that wasn't me? Yeah. That made me laugh very hard.
0: Good. I don't think I laughed at all, but um, <laughs> I don't know if that's his fault or my fault or, you know, maybe somewhere in the middle.
2: But just stay true. Whatever you do, stay true to yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
2: have a random hypothetical question for you guys, too. Okay. Yeah. That moment where he's like, I I um I use the force and the force is with me. I use the force and the force is with me. What what real life situation would you like use that on?
0: Well, I actually was thinking about that during this because I was like, I wonder. I said to Mike, I wonder if there's anyone who like is a Star Wars nerd when like they're on the when like they're on a plane and they feel like nervous <laughs> and they're like, I'm one with the force and the force is with me. I'm one with the force and the force is with me. Yeah. And, and he was like, Yeah, for sure. And then I also liked. I like those moments with the forest because I've started to feel like I really... I mean, from the beginning, I feel like I've really liked that idea. It feels very calming and, like, powerful uh-huh. and, like, positive. Um, I think if I were going to say that, it would be like if someone was, like, going to attack me. Yeah, that's a good time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Nicole?
1: Let's see. I guess, like, an audition To be like, the force is with me. I'll get this job.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I love that.
1: I think that might be. Actually, you know what? I do it a little bit when I'm pole dancing. I'm like, you can do this. The world wants you to do this. Yes. That's great. Yes. I'll start trying to use the force when I'm pole dancing.
0: I love that. Nicole, if you like put on a Star Wars themed like stripper outfit kind of thing and did that on the pole, I bet you people would be all over that. You could have like an OnlyFans account where (laughs) shit's going down.
2: No, you could make so much money if you did this that's what already. I'm saying,
0: you'd be like making so much money. Do you do you
1: think I should do an OnlyFans and then be like, whatever you want me to dance and I will?
0: Yes, I think that's okay. a good idea because it's not like it's not like any it doesn't. I don't know. It's like, uh, I mean, anyone can do whatever they want with their body and everything. But I'm saying if you weren't someone who wanted to do sexual things on video, you could still dance and do all that stuff, which you would do anyway. And you think is really fun. And it's not like giving away anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And
2: you might want to consider Patreon because you could do adult content on there. And I just hear their infrastructures better.
0: Hmm. Okay. Yeah. We're going to read reviews. Perfect. Okay, this movie received positive reviews from critics with praise for its story, visuals, and tone, but criticism for its underdeveloped characters and digital recreation, recreation of actors from the original trilogy. So RogerEbert.com said, this film about a band of misfits stealing the plans to a, the first Death Star is that kind of work. It culminates in a thunderous final act that weaves together the most impressive space battle in the series with a prolonged ground assault on an Imperial fortress in which casualties have both physical and emotional weight, which is something Star Wars was never big on. But it also bridges the fairy tale despair of the prequels to the rah-rah idealism of the original trilogy, speckling decades-old logic holes as it goes along. Rogue One is a letdown in other areas, and there are creative decisions so ill-conceived they take you out of the story. But somehow... (laughs) These aren't enough to sink the movie, which manages to succeed as both super nerdy fan service and the first entry since the 1977 original that will satisfy people who've never seen a Star Wars film. 3.5 out of 4 stars. He was talking about us.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I agree. If I saw the movie without seeing any other Star Wars movie, I'd be like, that, that was a pretty good movie.
0: I agree. I agree. I the liked Guardian, it a lot.
1: Is this your favorite Star Wars movie, Mona? Yes,
2: it is. There's like a couple of holes, but like... Like I like I like the way it connects the movies. I love the I love that the cast is like almost all people of color and they're amazing actors and they don't make a big deal of that. They just like deliver on this impressive cast. Um That's true. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I mean it's almost more it's better that we don't get to see too much of them because like in the other movies, it's like seeing too much of them makes the characters weaker. Like like, like in the first prequels when you have to see how, and you guys have maybe talked about this, but like the, the loops, basically how stupid they make Natalie Portman's character um, is <laughs> painful because they make her be like, I'll marry you even though you're fucking mm-hmm. crazy. It like, it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. Whereas these characters have a singular focus. They die for what they believe in. Um, and that's it. You're like, bye. But it's kind of awesome that way. Cause that's what we asked for. Yeah. I agree. The only thing that doesn't totally make sense is like the way, cause like the way the planets blow up is different. Cause like in the early movies, when the planets blow up, they fucking go. Right. Mm-hmm. And in this one, they kind of blow up a little more slow style, I think, or maybe that's just how space and time works. Um, but, uh, I guess that's the only hole I can poke in it. And then the weird digital <laughs> faces of people. Uh, but I, I really like it. it I think it's my favorite.
0: Right. Well, you made me appreciate it more. I'll say that. Okay. Fair. Yes,
1: talking to you also made me appreciate it more.
0: And Variety said, not only does Rogue One overlap ever so slightly with A New Hope, but it takes that Blockbuster's biggest weakness that a small one-man fighter can blow up a battle station the size of a Class 4 moon and actually turns this egregious design flaw into an asset. Now we know why the Death Star has an Achilles heel and how that information fell into Princess Leia's hands. Director Gareth Edwards has finally made the first Star Wars movie for grown-ups. Yeah. Mm. Yeah?
2: I love that about it. It's honestly like, it's, and it's, it's, it's. in terms of generosity, could you think of anything nicer than someone creating a multi-million dollar movie that makes another, your other movie look better?
0: <laughs> that is very generous.
2: <laughs> and that's what <laughs> Disney's all about. Generosity.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I totally get that it's like, it can be a bit disorienting uh, if you're not like excited to see the connecting dots. Right. Yeah.
1: I, I, I guess, I think maybe life would be so much easier if these movies were just made in sequential order. Yes. Like if I could just... If, we, if it just came out like a normal fucking movie franchise. Or if they
0: said, like, hey, at the beginning, this one goes between these two. Yeah. Like, just so I could have... Because I don't want to Google it because I wa- I, I'm going into it blind. Mm-hmm. I like that. Right. But, like, they don't help me yeah. at all.
2: It's a scam. It's like Dianetics. It's like as soon as you buy the first book, there's more. <laughs> it's a scam. It's, it's a good scam. But, yeah. But they
1: could just... Since they're called episodes... They could do a recap. That's what most television episodes give
2: you. Right. Oh, my God. And
0: we're back. Oh, my God. I would love that.
2: Last week on Star (laughs) Wars. That would be amazing. 20 years
0: ago on Star Wars movie. (laughs) The last time you saw these
2: characters.
0: (laughs) Mono, I feel like you really, like, shed some positive light on this film and made us like Mm -hmm. it more, appreciate it more. And that's very cool totally um, do you have anything you want to plug while you're here yes um I want to
2: plug um our drag the drag podcast I do with Nicole called drag her very fun very queer a good old time um listen to my other podcast with Betsy Sidaro on Patreon called we love trash so <laughs> fun and dumb we talk about all stupid stuff like bad dating shows and stupid movies and horror. And we just improvise the stupidest things. And uh, follow me anywhere online at my name,
0: Mono Gapian. Great. Nicole? Well, I've got a book coming
1: out June 2nd. It's called Hashtag Very Fat, Hashtag Very brave. The Fat Girl's Guide to Being Brave and Not a, a Melancholy Down the Dumps Weeping Fat Girl in a Bikini. You can pre-order that with any link in my bio. Um, I'm Nicole Byer on social media. Also, Nailed It is new. That is out on Netflix. Um, my other podcast, Why Won't You Date Me? Drag Her, Best Friends. And on Patreon, 90 Day Bay, where me and Marcy Giroux talk about 90 Day Fiance. And this last episode
0: was wild. Oh my God, it was so good. The season so is good. amazing. Everyone's oh my a God. lunatic. The guy going to um, Russia, I think, or Poland, or where is he? The one guy who's like... His Uh, girl isn't showing up at the train station. Oh, my
1: God. What's his name? Richard? He's truly incredible. He rides a unicycle. Everyone's a lunatic on this show.
0: Oh, my God. Um, Okay, my plugs for today are... My Patreon, patreon.com slash Lauren You can come see I'm doing improv. I'm doing watch-alongs to Star Wars films. I'm stuck at home. I'm mm-hmm. doing watch-alongs to Hook, Roger Rabbit. I'm going down all these nostalgic pathways, and it's very fun. Um, also improv episodes, and my short film is up there, which is fun, and lots of different stuff every week, and I don't even go on a schedule. I just put stuff up all the time, so come follow me there. And I have my podcast, Freedom with special guest Lauren Lapkus, Raised by TV. All of those seasons are over, but you can catch the old episodes online and catch up. And um, what else? I mean, I'm on Good Girls, recurring um, starting last Sunday. So this week, there was another episode. You can catch those on Hulu if you didn't see them on NBC. Yes. And I have a fun little arc this season. So check it out. And that's all I want to say. That's amazing. That's
1: Before we go, we should read some five-star reviews And if you would like to leave us a review, please do that. Um, Also, if you like something specific about the podcast, you can let us know because we can only read positive praise that are general for so long. Um. so this says I shouldn't have listened to this at work I'm a lifelong Star Wars fan a huge Nicole fan and becoming a huge fan of Lauren I've been approached by my coworkers several times because I sounded like I was choking trying to swallow my laughter the fanfic episode really ruined my reputation as a stuffy accountant you guys are the best Ooh, very specific
0: that's very nice well, this is our yeah we also have a new uh, title for this segment called the five Star Wars segment so it's anything with five stars I was thinking if you want to make your review um a little bit of fan fiction for us to read that would be amazing it doesn't have to Ooh, be sexual we don't mind if it is but but it can be but it can be I mean we're not gonna fight you on that <laughs> this one comes from lil Roses 93 I never thought I would consume this much Star Wars content this podcast could not have come at a better time I've been avoiding Star Wars my whole life and eventually after getting shamed at a party and entering a new relationship I gave in I started watching these to appease my boyfriend and this podcast is such a joy to accompany my utter bafflement that Star Wars is even a thing I mean I get it now I guess but after a new hope I was not convinced thank you for the laughs and giving voice to my thoughts this was the perfect companion to the Star Wars phase of my life so that is that's our exact audience someone who doesn't want to watch this and they have to
2: (laughs) that's pretty great that's a huge that's a huge get
0: yeah well, this was so fun. Thanks, Mono. Yes, that was great. Thank you, Mono. Oh my God! Thank you so much. I I really
2: love this. I love the fan fiction. I think that is a great area. Um, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan. I hope you uh, I hope you continue to watch weirder and weirder offshoots of legend and canon from this uh, never ending scam
0: that is Star Wars. We have plenty ahead of us, so <laughs> I'm uh, I'm excited. Awesome.
2: <laughs> love it. Bye, bye y'all.
1: guys. Bye, bye.